And the vocal minority can be dangerous because they command a lot of attention. They can create an illusion that paints a different picture than what is actually going on in reality. Welcome to the Happy Healthy Human Podcast. These minisodes are a short thought, meant to be quick and easy for you to get in and get out with some helpful knowledge and a quick little mindset reset. Delivered each weekday morning, so make sure you come back tomorrow for the next episode. Most people don't leave Yelp reviews. The ones who do sometimes have their opinions read by thousands, maybe even millions of people. Some random person had a bad experience at a restaurant and took the time to post about it online. And now that one opinion is what speaks to the general public. Meanwhile, tens of thousands of satisfied customers may have eaten at that same establishment over the years, but they didn't take the time to post about it or tweet about it. So no one hears their side of the story. And this is the problem of the vocal minority. Who are the vocal minority? They are, as the name represents, the small group of people who are very loud and outspoken. And the vocal minority can be dangerous because they command a lot of attention. They can create an illusion that paints a different picture than what is actually going on in reality. For instance, if someone goes to a Yelp page and reads that one single negative review, it could be enough to sway them away from eating at that restaurant. That one person's voice is weighed very heavily under the right circumstances. Social media might be the most important, most influential invention of the 21st century. I mean, it's changed the world. Between Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, virtually every person is on at least one, if not all of these platforms. You'd probably be hard pressed to find someone who doesn't take part in social media in some way. And there are many positive benefits of social media. It's allowed people to have a voice and to be heard in ways that would never have been possible before. You know, people have platforms, they can communicate across borders and across the globe. And literally everyone is on social media. And because everyone is on social media and everyone has access to these platforms, a lot of people spend so much time on them. And because of that, it's easy to think that everyone is there, so everyone is being heard. But that's not the case. The reality is that most people are on social media or on the internet consuming content. They're not creating. I mean, think about yourself. How many podcasts do you listen to? And how many do you create? How often do you post on Instagram compared to how often you just open up the app to scroll? How often do you look up restaurants at Yelp? And how often have you actually taken the time to post a review, be it positive or negative? Whatever your platform of choice is to spend time on, think about how much time is spent creating and how much time is spent consuming. Chances are that you spend the vast majority of your time consuming content and a small, small, tiny minority actually putting content out there, if any at all. I mean, maybe once in a while you post a pic on Instagram after a vacation or you update your LinkedIn when you get a promotion at work. But, I mean, if you're like most people, that's about it. 
And obviously this depends on the specific platform, but estimates range that only one to 5% of people on any given social media platform tend to be actual content creators. And that sounds about right. You know, of your hundreds and, and hundreds and maybe thousands of Facebook friends, how many more than a small handful are actually making new posts aside from just, you know, sharing? And, you know, you might follow some friends on Instagram, but they probably don't do much. You might follow actual content creators to see people posting out new content every day. And that's the thing. Everyone is on social media, but only 1% to 5% of people are actually putting out the content, the content that you are consuming. And that means that small 1% to 5% inherently has power because their voices are so magnified. Now, content is powerful. The media that we consume affects us. It affects our opinions. So it tracks then that that small percentage of people who is making the content could potentially be swaying our opinions. These people have some level, at least, of power or influence. You know, most people, I'm sure, who are creating content and putting stuff out there are doing so with good intentions. They want to entertain, they want to educate, they want to inspire, they want to have fun, and that's great. That's what social media is good for. But the problem can come when people use their soapbox for evil. They decide to start talking about some bogus new diet method or trying to sway their followers with misinformation about politics or health or whatever it is. But the point is just that some people may have the loudest voices, but that doesn't change the fact that they're still the minority. Their voices are amplified because they have a following, maybe because their ideas get shared, but that doesn't change the fact that they're still just a single person or maybe a small handful of people. I think it's important to talk about because humans are innately social beings. We thrive in a tribe and we seek support from the larger group. And we look to social cues for understanding norms and understanding what is right and what is wrong and, and for learning. So you can see where this becomes dangerous. We're bred to look at others, especially the majority, to see how we should act and create our opinion on things. And this happens from the moment a baby is born. They start to observe those around them and they start to imitate. It's literally a part of life. And, you know, we understand that there's safety in numbers. So we look to the majority and hopefully we can trust what the majority does as the safe thing. And we need this because we don't have the mental capacity or the physical ability to become subject experts in literally everything in our lives. So we have to be able to trust the larger group for answers. You know, for example, you might not be a nutritionist or a dietitian, and you might have no ex understanding of digestion and how our stomachs work, but you still might want to eat healthy and live a healthy life. So what do you do? Well, you rely on the knowledge of the group, and you trust that all of the doctors and the scientists and the books and all of the people who take the time to explain that you need to eat more vegetables and eat more protein and eat more fruit and eat less overly processed high sugar foods you trust that they're telling the truth. That makes life simpler. But what happens when one person with a huge following of millions on Instagram or Twitter comes out and starts saying the opposite, that vegetables are bad and that sugar is good? You know, this is hyperbole, but similar things have happened on the internet and recently. 
So it can be easy to see how, to the uninitiated, they can get tricked and believe a single charlatan with 10 million followers over the hundreds and thousands of doctors who were speaking the actual truth. This is how fake ideals get spread so quickly. This is the danger of social media, and this is the danger of the vocal minority. Now, I'm not saying that you should always trust the crowd, nor am I saying that sometimes there are not people who don't have the answers, and sometimes there is a single person who has an answer that the majority doesn't have. What I'm saying here is that you should just be aware. What you see on social media or TV does not always represent the truth. Views can be distorted and voices can be amplified. And just because someone has a big megaphone or a lot of people following them or liking their stuff doesn't mean that it's actually right. The people with the biggest platform tend to be the tiniest minority. People want to be led, so they choose to listen even when there's no factual reason for them to do that. And when you have those two things combined, a tiny minority with a giant platform and people who want to be led, it's a recipe for disaster that creates an atmosphere ripe for taking advantage of the uneducated and uninitiated. So make sure you're staying vigilant and vetting the content that you're taking in to your brain. That's it for today. Take a moment and text this episode to a friend so you can help them live a happier, healthier life. And I'll see you tomorrow for another episode of the Happy Healthy Human Podcast.